Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A Great Day to Talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com The April Gates Group and Zion Canyon Real Estate have been specializing in helping Southern Utah clients buy and sell property for over 18 years. We can help you too. Call or text April today, 435-632-8869. 435-632-8869. Hey, welcome. Hello, everyone. June 14th, and it is a great day to talk. And it is a great day to talk about my oh, son's birthday. Woo! Oh, I had my mic turned the wrong way, so thank you, Sean. We are so excited to welcome you to our podcast today. Patty is trying to get everyone on, so if you can hear some echo in the background. Oh, look at her. Look at that frantic face. I love it. <laughs> It oh. won't let me share it like I want. Oh, uh, what? I don't, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, so while she's figuring that out, we're going to do a special shout out to my son, Sean Pullen. It's his birthday today. Woo! Woo! We're the same age now. He keeps getting older. I keep getting younger, and we meet in the middle. I know it's kind of weird, but just go with it. Welcome to our podcast today. Oh, and now I can't even get rid of that. Okay, but okay, you need to okay, mute okay. or something, girlfriend. I know, I know. I'm going to yeah. do it right now. Create a As you story. can see, there's only two of us here because I'm missing my good friend, Jill Burkett, who usually sits actually over there because, mm, well, wherever. She is attempting to get back to us very speedily. Yes. On a return trip from oh, Los Angeles. Well, you know, where, it's summer. Mm-hmm, where she took um, her kids and they went to a Grateful Dead, but not really Grateful Dead because they're dead. Well, not really, but. Well, mm-hmm. Okay, here's the yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. I've got to. You have to speak. It's a podcast, I, Patty. Yes. <laughs> I tried to post this, and it's silly. Okay, okay so Patty's right. going to keep working on that. I'm not, actually. I got it. I think okay, I do. there we go. Anyway. We're moving forward, because today we're going to celebrate that it is kickoff to summer. Yes. Now, some of you... Uh, may not think it's a great day to talk about summer because summer looks no different for you than the rest of the year, except that you have kids home now. So for that, like, Mm. sorry, but not that sorry that we're not going to celebrate it's uh, summer (laughs) because we're all teachers. So I know we do have a little bit of break. I know it's too hot to go to work in the summer. I know, but I've been into the school like most days I've been in twice yeah and that's what I, I think is important though for people to understand too is that even though teacher so all of you who are like 
We should all be teachers because right. they only work X number of days, but they get paid for the whole year. But then they don't ever do any work over this time period. Well, also we're all in the, there. Plus, you have to realize that we're yeah. only getting paid for the days that we actually work. It's and just only dispersed over twelve months. Right. Well, and the myth that we have three months off. No, we do not have three months off. We I know. I'm so trying to not be in scarcity around. Mm-hmm. I only have six weeks left. Oh wait, and instead it's not be six thinking weeks. Is it six about. Weeks? Mm-hmm. Sorry. I know. So I, see, I start that are in panic attack right there. So we uh, coined the, Riley and I. Well, I don't know that we coined the term, but we talk about FOBO instead of FOMO because we have both. We have FOMO because we don't like missing out. But then we have FOBO, which is fear of it being over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So at the first of a trip, we're like, oh, it's going to be a really long week. And then closer to the end, we start having FOBO because we're afraid it's going to be over. I know. And so I start, I start ha- having the fear of summer being over in about April. Yeah, I know. It's so, <laughs> School's it's so not true. over yet. And I'm already worried that summer's yeah. over. It's, it's so true. And for those of you who can't even appreciate what we're mm. talking about and like, you guys are so... You guys are so lucky. I get it. I totally understand and appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, and still, that's where we are. Yeah. So we are going to do a kickoff to summer. That's our focus. It's all the fun things that we're going to choose into. Absolutely. In terms of mm-hmm. what are we streaming? What are we watching? What are we reading? What are we uh, mm-hmm. excited about tasting? Where are we excited about going? That's what the ah. show is going to be about. All about what, what, what is the fun happen in our way and miss jill she already started her fun that's she why did. she's not that's here why she's not here mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. um and um she'll tell us about it next time absolutely yeah but you started your fun i Ms. did Patty, because I got you home yesterday yeah from belize what? Yeah. yeah so um uh, riley and i went with seven other people to belize last saturday on the fourth and uh, we were supposed to come home Sunday night, but there was a tornado in Denver. So we got diverted to Colorado City for three hours. And by the time we got to Denver, we had missed our flight into St. George, uh, which we were so looking forward to because it's yeah. literally like seven minutes from my house. Yeah. It, it, those direct flights into St. George. Oh, I mean, they're like, yeah, thank awesome. you, St. George Airport, yeah. because there is nothing like that. There right. really isn't. Uh, so we, we wouldn't have been able to get to St. George the next day that that was booked. And so we flew to Vegas Sunday night, got in around 1230, got to our hotel around like two. We had, none of us had eaten since 9am and I think we got to our room about three and then. So everyone was jovial. Yeah. And our friend's son came and (laughs) picked us all up in a. 12 passenger van in your 12 passenger <laughs> yes, that you rent yes. as a business and just yep. happen to have available how yep. convenient is that super convenient because yep. we had a lot of luggage so there were nine of us but two two people stayed in denver and went to salt lake and the seven of us uh, and uh, then the other seven of us came yeah. to vegas so yeah and you did snorkeling and oh scuba my diving and yeah so most memorable experience from that trip um, in a positive way. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm happy I can remember all of it, honestly. Oh, that is a win um, right there. So Riley and I uh, started dive lessons in March. 
And I don't know why or like, why didn't we ever scuba dive in our thirties yeah. or 52 and we decided to, to take scuba diving lessons The the people we were with all were certified. So, um, we did that and the, like, I passed off my scuba diving at Sand Hollow and it was freezing cold. And then from there we were in the ocean with sharks. So it was, Ooh, well, yeah. Mm, mm -hmm. So we got there on Saturday, Sunday, we, it was, uh, um, I, you know, Sunday we just kind of hung out by the pool, went to the dive shop, did a few things. And then Monday morning we went on our first dive and it was, so Belize has, um, the longest, second longest reef in the world. And I assume probably Australia has the probably, first. yeah. I mean, according to finding Nemo, I think their reef is well, really you can't long. challenge that. Right. And then, um, oh wait. Scott Poland diverted to Colorado City. No, Colorado Springs. I'm sorry. It's sorry. I'm still jet lagged. Actually, there was no time difference. Belize is the same time as St. George. Is that the same right? time as Utah? What's up with that? Same date, same time, everything. Yeah. Um, their sun, they the sun gets up be, a little before five a.m. It says hello. I'm hello, in George we're time. in Belize. Let's go. <laughs> and then it goes down at six thirty at night. So I don't know why what? their time isn't adjusted, but they don't. Their time was the same time zone as us. So that was no no. Is jet that lag. for everyone, Patty, or do you think they did that especially for you? Well, I would like to think they didn't do that for me because there was another hiccup that I also don't want to think that was for me. Um, so you get to Belize and then you take an hour and a half. Well, we took an hour and a half water taxi to, um, uh, Ambergus K and stayed in the city called San Pedro. Mm -hmm. And so it's like an Island outside of, Belize, and then there's another Long Island called K Cocker, which we were able to visit as well on Friday. But on so Monday we go to we do our dive, and I'm like Riley was nervous for me. He was like, I gotta keep a track of her. Aww. so nervous, and um, keep I was track fine. Of you in case in case he needed to rescue you, or in case he needed to send somebody well, he to say, oh, she died down there. So I had a hard time with finding my buoyancy out mm -hmm. at Sand Hollow. So I would be like, float to the top and then land on the bottom <laughs> and float to the top. I couldn't get, like, I couldn't hover. Cause there's nothing to you. No, I, no, no there's, there's, there's mm. plenty. Mm. But, um, so that first dive, we did two tank dive. Um, so you go out with 3000, pounds of air. I don't think it's mm, pounds. pressure pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. I, just I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I did great. I did fine. Of I wasn't course. worried. I followed. I, there was one time when I went up a Rock little bit star. too high and the guy added more weight to my vest. Mm -hmm. And so then I came down and at that point, Riley couldn't find me and he kept counting the people and he couldn't find me. And he's like, what were you doing? And I'm like, dude, I, <laughs> like you can't talk. It was good that you can't talk under yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but saw turtles and a ton of nurse sharks and nurse sharks aren't scary. So I wasn't scared. There was a, a shark that just followed us around and urchin, like sea you. urchins. And then, um, we saw reef sharks our last day. And, and those are a little bit scarier sharks. They're more like, um, possessive of the reef. They might be. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't bother us. And so I honestly, I never got scared at all during any of the dives. And then we snorkeled two other days. Um, 
because from the reef to the beach is only ever about 10 feet deep. Oh, I just Eight love to it. 10 feet deep. I just love it. So we went beyond the reach, beyond the reef to dive and then snorkeled back within, in, yeah, yeah, within the reef and oh, saw some great, love we, it. We, uh, Wednesday, which was, I would say our best day. I'm sorry. Uh, was our best day. Um, we snorkeled and we picked up, um, conch shells, yes. huge, beautiful oh. conch shells. And then they taught us how to take the muscle out. And did we, you eat it? Oh yeah. They, <gasps> they, they chopped up all the stuff on the boat and made fresh ceviche right there. We ate it. We, we went and got the shells. They pulled it out and it looks like a monster. It's like, it looks like a hysterectomy. It's like, yeah. it just looks like you just took all your guts out. And then you ate it. Well, then they cut off all that part. And then we used that to fish. That was our bait to fish. So we, we had conch, then we caught snapper and we also got some stone crab. And then we went to a little, I do um, love snow, stone crab. Yeah. Then they took us to an Island or to the a beach that nobody else was on. The water was oh my amazing. Gosh. Scott and is then, just drooling yeah, right then now. Then they, they took palm fronds and ma made a fire and cooked us, cooked snapper. No, did I say snapper? Yeah, snapper. Not yet, but you just said it now. Yeah. So they cooked the fish we caught, the conch we got, the stone crabs, cooked that in one big pan and in the, and some vegetables. And the other pan they cooked like au gratin potatoes that were so yummy. Just the, and the, I saw the guy with a knife thinly slice potatoes wow. and it had cream, evaporated milk, peas, and then just the seasoning. Yeah. And cook. So they had two big, there were nine of us. Oh, there were seven of us that day, plus the four crew and sat and cooked. And the crew could not have been better. I mean, oh, it, it, I just love that, it. That was one of our best days. Then when we were done there, we left and went to a, a reserve and um, snorkeled with. Uh, so many nurse sharks, so many. That's why I'm wearing my sun kiss shirt today because that's right. Yeah, it's, it's summer. Summer. Yeah. So as far as days go, I I, I think we all agree the seven that went out of the nine of us. Um, Wednesday was probably epic. And who but, would you never go with again? You don't have to answer that. Um, I'm going to no. I'm actually yeah. we would I, we. We all really no got one. along. See, I we got along really that. well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. And the one day we were supposed to do another dive, the weather was bad. So we just snorkeled within the reef on a yeah. boat and they kind of, and then we went over to another Island and had lunch there. And so that's my favorite type. Yeah, of it was kind of, you know, you have certain days you have things scheduled mm -hmm. and then you have other days that it's just kind of, however mm -hmm. you choose to spend the day. Yeah. I yeah. don't like to have everything too overplanned because yeah. I like to just see, Hey, let's yeah. just see what happens. I might not want to give up, get up until two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. We did add, add an extra dive day on Saturday. Cause we were, I was like, I could sit at the pool and read a book, yeah. but, um, Riley thinks he can do that. And he sits for about five minutes and then, and then he's, he's like, we got to go do something. Yeah. He and can't then do that. Drives you crazy. Yeah. So a little fi bit. five of us went on Riley, another we dive. Love you, but drives yeah. you crazy a little yeah. bit. No, it's good. Yeah. Anyway. So that's, that was my summer event. And then in three weeks, my daughter gets married. So that's yeah, going to be another big of, event. That's kind of another little summer event going that on is, in your household. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know my parents said, so do you have enough money to finish paying for Abby's wedding. And I said, yeah, just not 
electricity in our house. <laughs> we so can pay get, for the wedding, but get the, we'll be out on the street. Yeah, we're going to get the candles out for the next month. I have a couple candles. Okay, I'll awesome. donate Thank to you. you. Thank so you. it'll be all good. And you can come to our no. house if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. So Belize was great. Um, and I, since I'm talking about Belize, I'll talk about my book. Yeah, really talk about your book. I have been reading People We Meet on Vacation and um, by Emily Henry. And it seems a little cliche, but I did actually read it on vacation. I'd I started, love it. I love that so much. I know. I started uh, a little while ago, but I didn't have the attention span to keep going at the time. And so, um, but I was able to read on the plane and then at the pool and today um at my grandson's swimming lessons i was able to read and so now i'm not all the way finished but i'm you know in the 200s yeah there's like almost 400 pages but i was reading um today and i was like oh i should that'll be a great um part to read to my language arts students because you learn about how to write by reading right yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah so much you can take away from from reading on how to write. And then I was like, oh, I'm not teaching language arts next year. At all. At not all. At, oh, mm -hmm. that makes me so sad. I know, I was sad too. I And I I had a really, so last this school year I taught language arts, but the year before it had been seven years since I had taught language arts. And so I picked up two language arts classes two years ago and we had a really great time. This last year I had a good time. Yeah. And I was, and then now I just am teaching all psychology and AP psychology, but I miss teaching <gasps> reading well, and, and writing. So I will, it yeah. was, it was great. So, um, so if you are, are you interested it? in this book, yes. Liking it, loving yeah. it. I'm liking okaying it. it. Mm -hmm. uh, I texted my friend who recommended it and I said, I'm struggling. It's yeah, slow. And she's like, no, keep at it. And now I'm, I'm enjoying it. I want to, I'll go home and finish it later. Or I won't probably finish it tonight, but I'll go home and read some more tonight. Yeah. And some more tomorrow uh, for swim lessons. Yeah. So that will lead me into then what I'm reading. Yes. As a kickoff to summer. So one of the things that I'm reading is I have the opportunity to pick up some honors English next year. Mm -hmm. And a feeling woefully inadequate. <laughs> I have committed to reading, one, first of all, reading a classic, what is defined as a classic, um, every week uh, through the summer, just to figure out why are we choosing to teach this? Because if I don't have a clear understanding about why we're teaching, why we're choosing to teach it, I think the kids are going to really struggle around why they should find value in it. Right. So Absolutely. I'm revisiting a lot of the classics that they need to be aware of, the honors kids in terms of the AP test and those kinds of things. And, and college. Yeah, and college. Yeah. So I read The Great Gatsby last week. I'm on The Bell Jar this oh. week. Mm -hmm. Sylvia this week oh so and then I have a whole list of I have a library in my house now uh, not that of I didn't classics. have one before <laughs> but yep. uh and honestly I am in the question even the great Gatsby I'm like gosh I think I want to just tell them what happens in the first hundred pages and then have them start reading mm -hmm. because some of it is like and even the chosen I love the chosen mm -hmm. right and our kids now, like when I read The Chosen, 
you had to get up and physically change the channel on the television to a different station, which was a lot of work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot easier to just stay on the couch and keep reading whatever book you were in. Right, and that's if you could just turn the channel. We had to use pliers because the thing had broken off. the antenna Mm -hmm. and all kinds of... Add tinfoil. Add tinfoil, Mm -hmm. all kinds of things. Yeah. Our kids today, social media is calling their name every every second. Mm -hmm. Uh, And even me, I'm watching a movie and if my phone is there, I'm also picking up my phone to see what's going on on my phone as I'm watching a movie. So I've noticed it's it's just not, it's not the same. So Mm -hmm. these long dialogues where the author is waxing poetic around whatever the author thinks is really important those kinds of things may not find relevance with our current students. So that's what I'm trying to well and figure out. The, right. the, in The Chosen, the dynamic is so essential. It's still so relevant today. Oh, right? for sure. For Finding sure. commonality with people that you think are so different from you. And yet there are still sections of that that are still so much longer Mm-hmm. than what they need to be to engage mm-hmm. our students in the most essential part of the story. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm Do you trying find to figure out. When I'm reading and I could tell there's some non-essential stuff, I skim. Well, I want to do that, but I'm like, well, if I'm doing that, how can I tell, how do I actually know whether there was something essential there that I then missed? Well, it's, I, I do that when I'm just reading for me. Right, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then if you remember last September, we had Brie Rutledge on mm-hmm. the podcast. Yeah. And one of the things we I talked about- I should just about, go to her and say, tell me what I should do. Tell me what I should have these kids yeah. read. Yeah. Um, and she, one of the topics we talked about was, um, why do we still teach the classics? Well, and I think there's so much value in I there. I do too. I and teach I of mice and men. You know, um, Lizzo yeah. just got a bunch of harsh feedback mm-hmm. because she uses a word in her recently dropped song. It just dropped Friday. She uses a word. I'm going to say it. So please don't be offended because I'm going to use the word she actually uses. She uses the word spaz in her song to describe someone who was kind of an idiot. She received a ton of backlash from the community that is afflicted by the medical condition that causes you to have those kinds of physical responses. Like spasms? Yes. Okay. Okay. And um, that it was derogatory in nature and that as someone as that is inclusive, she should change it. So this is someone who has already dropped a song, uses that language. She dropped it on Friday. She received this backlash. She went back into the studio today and re-recorded that part of the song to change that lyric which i totally give her props for right i mean that is millions of dollars honestly that song's Mm -hmm. already out it's already published it's already recorded it's already everybody's already been paid i just completely give her props for that Mm -hmm. but i do find it is what are you doing with an author who's dead 
right. who used a word that in the time that it was used did not have the same context context as it does now and that author is not alive mm-hmm. and cannot go back and change that word do we t- totally eliminate the text completely that is a really powerful conversation so mm-hmm. I think there's value in the classics. I want to make sure that I know what that value is and that I'm not just putting it in front of my students because somebody says there's value here for you and that you need to know it for the AP test or whatever, because there's lots of ways I can introduce you to that author besides you having to read their material. I can just have you research the author what are they known for? Mm-hmm. What type of fiction? What were they poetry? Were they short story? Were, mm-hmm. like, there's lots of ways to do that. I'd really rather have you have an experience of the author. So I'm doing that. But then I also still want to read what would I choose to read of just my pure choosing. So those of you who are out there who think that English teachers, that all they ever want to read are the classics, I'm here to tell you that is so not true no (laughs) (laughs) we have a life too and we want to read what's current and what's Mm -hmm. out there so i just read song of achilles i read it in a weekend by i believe it's michelle miller i hope that's right so fabulous based on the mythological story of achilles who is the son of a goddess um and um his male companion who also then they become more than a plutonic relationship in the story of Song of Achilles. Such a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, Loved it, loved it, loved it. So it's no coincidence that it's available and appropriate month for anyone who's interested in that. Mm -hmm. And then I came across a story that's called The Insignificant Events in the Life of a Cactus. And Sean's going to put the uh, graphic up. It's by someone. Her name is Dustin Bowling. Could you make that name up, no. especially when is you're talking about the desert and the cactus? Dusty, Dusty Bowling. Bowling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask for your patience as I read just the very beginning of this story. Okay. When I was little, a kid pointed at me on the playground and shouted, her arms fell off, then ran away screaming in terror to his mom who had had to cuddle him on his lap and rub his head for like 10 minutes to get him to calm down. I think up until then I hadn't thought about the idea that my arms must have actually fallen off at some point in my life. I'd never really thought about not having arms at all. My missing arms weren't an issue for me as my parents or my parents, I never once heard either of them say, oh no, Avon can't possibly do that because that's only for armed people or poor Avon is so helpless without arms or maybe Avon can do that one day, you know, if she ever grows some arms. They always said things like, you'll always have to do this differently from other people, but you can manage and I know this is challenging, keep trying and you're capable of anything, Avon. I'd never realized just how different I was until the day that horrible kid shouted about my arms having fallen off. For the first time, I found myself aware of my total armlessness, and I guess I felt like I was sort of naked all of a sudden. 
So I too ran into my mom and she scooped me up and carried me away from the park, allowing my tears and snot to soak her shirt. As she drove us home that day, I sat whimpering in my car seat and asked her what had happened to my arms and why they'd fallen off. She told me they hadn't fallen off. I was just born like that. I asked her how I could some how I could get some new ones. She said I couldn't. I wailed in despair and she told me to stop crying because having arms was totally overrated. I didn't know what overrated meant at the time because like I said, I was really little, and so was my brain. I kind of figured it out over the next few days, though, because my parents were constantly saying things like, coloring this picture with my hands is okay, but if only I could color it with my feet like Avon, now that would be fantastic. And eating spaghetti with my arms is just so boring. I wish I could eat it with my feet. And... The only person I know who can pick their nose with their toes is Avon. She sure is a special little girl. Dad even went so far as to ask mom if there were any arm removal services in the area. Growing up, I could do most everything everyone else with the arms could do. Eating cereal, brushing my teeth and hair, getting dressed, and yes, even wiping my own bottom. I know you're instantly wondering how I do it, and maybe I'll tell you later. Maybe. Until then, you'll just have to live in suspense. That is the very beginning of this story about this little girl who's born without any arms. And um, I'm not finished with it, but it is just the voice in this story is so beautiful and so empowering. And I immediately sent it to my sister who has all these adopted disabled kids. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, I haven't finished it, but I'm starting this book and it just speaks to me on so many levels. And she immediately started it and just couldn't speak enough about, this is the experience of my kids. This is how they see the world, right? Mm And hoping that if it's not me, that some teacher is going to introduce this material in their classroom. Right. So that's one of the stories I love I'm that. reading. I love it. And yeah. I, I was thinking of Jill's nephew, yeah. uh, Jonah, when that, yeah. when you talked about that. And then also, um, I love Wonder. I love Wonder. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't read Wonder, I really encourage every adult, every kid, every teenager, every grandma, every, it doesn't matter. No, I actually read Wonder out loud to my sophomore language arts classes. Such a beautiful story. Eight or nine years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, everyone has to hear this and I'm going to make sure you do because you can't guarantee that they read it. No. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Great book. I can't yeah. wait. I've got it on my list. I've, yeah. I'll Thank you for song, your patience hearing song that. Song of Achilles and the Insignificant Events in the Life of a Cactus. Yeah. And then on a lighter note, the people we meet on vacation. Yeah. And then revisit so. some of those classics mm-hmm. because even though there's some of it that maybe is dated in terms of in our fast paced world now, mm-hmm. would we sit down for hours and have a dialogue with somebody about that? Probably not. Honestly, we wouldn't. We would fast stream it. But the value, you know, what happens in the last 100 and 
50 pages of The Great Gatsby. Yeah, that is worth talking about for sure. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you. Um, One of the things I wanted to talk about is a couple apps that our family does all the time. And um, we were doing it and all of us, the nine of us in Belize were always also doing it. We would get up and then everyone would do their Wordle. And if we stayed up past midnight, some of us would do it our wordle before we went to bed. Well, because, look at yeah, you. I know, I know. And there's this great competition. But today I did the wordle. If you don't know what wordle is, the New York Times you probably all do, but the New York Times has um the five letter word of the day and you get six chances to guess the word. And there's no clues. You just put in a random five letter word at the beginning and then it tells you what letters are in the actual word that they've chosen that day. And then you could get it in, you know, two, three, two is super cool. Um, but for me, I, I, if I get it at all, I'm super happy. So, um, and then we share our results with our family in a group text. So it's, um, a couple of our kids, some of them do it, some of them don't. Some of them like to leave the conversation. Yeah. Because <laughs> it gets, you know, group texty. But, but then you introduced me to a new one. Yes. So today, so um, our, my youngest daughter, Abby, does Hurdle every so often. And Hurdle is like, name that tune. Do you remember the um, old yeah. TV show, yeah. Name That Tune? I can name that tune in it, five yeah. notes. Five notes, yeah. four bars, whatever. And this is in seconds. So you hear like, one second of the song and if you can't get it in that one second you can hear it over and over again and if you can't hear it you know get it in that you know type in the correct um song you uh skip and you it gives you two seconds Mm -hmm. and then three seconds or more and you get six tries um to get the song and um and it's all genres all all decades. Yeah. So I I introduced it to Kim yeah. Michelle today, and and we listened to the first second, and, and I was like, it. oh, I don't. She goes, I'm going to be horrible at this. this. Yeah. I can't do it. And then she listened to, so we skipped and and added an extra second, and she knew it right away. Yeah. Bridge over troubled water. Oh well, my- Now you've told everyone today's hurdle. Sorry. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite songs of yeah. all time. Yeah. Right. I know. So if somebody can't get the hurdle or wordle, you just want to then hear, send you're to like, podcast. oh, t- I want to tell you what you're doing yeah. wrong or what you're thinking. But it all start. It all depends on that first word yeah. or the first second or two of the song. I the hurdle is harder because there's so millions of choices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but hurdle is a fun, a fun thing. Wordle is fun. I'm like, maybe this is keeping my brain aware and I won't I think have it all is. Anytime you can engage, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So those are two fun things we like to do as a family right now, but you yeah. want to talk about some movies. Yeah. So movies that I couldn't wait to see, I can't wait to see. And what am I looking forward to in the future? So yes, Top Gun Maverick, I could not wait to see. I have not seen it, and I cannot wait to see it. I loved, loved, loved it. Now, Mm -hmm. I know there may be some energy around there that it kind of perpetuates this macho. Mm. Uh, Okay, all right, fine. Fine. So what? It It does. I hear that, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it's disrespectful of any other group of people. I just loved it so much i think they're i think val kilmer 
on the way he's respected in this role. I think the way that they mm. represent Goose yeah. in the movie is phenomenal. I just loved it so much. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it and I can't wait to see it. And I have loved Val Kilmer um, mm -hmm. since Tombstone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, what a hit. Yeah. If you don't yeah. know, if you don't know what's happening in the movie when you hear that song. Yeah. Like, and here's ah. the thing. You probably don't have to have seen the first one to still enjoy the second one. But it's fun. It totally is yeah. fun. And are there things that are like so unrealistic? Probably. Just suspend all of that and just go and allow yourself to be entertained I, like movies used to do. That's I, what they used to do. I'll tell you, I'll to tell you the one unbelievable thing about Top Gun. A bunch of millennials in the bar knowing all the words to Great Balls of Fire. Oh. Completely not possible. Probably true. Yeah, so they recreated that part? They do. And, ah. and Goose's son is there. Oh, cute. Okay. Playing the piano. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, it is well, it's just, sentimental. It pays tribute to mm -hmm. Goose. I just, uh, it's. I loved it. I loved it. I I love Top Gun. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and Tom Cruise. I love Val Kilmer. Um, my favorite line he ever said was from Tombstone. Oh, I love Tombstone. But when he was sitting at the, he was sick and dying, and uh, you know, he was gonna go fight this guy a gunfight because yeah. he's fast, and he sits by the tree and he said, "I'll be your Huckleberry." <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that line. <laughs> I could watch him say that over and over again. He's pretty sick, right? He's, He's very sick, yeah. and in fact, he talks in the movie, which he is not able to do, mm -mm. and they did it all through technology, and Tom Cruise was very, very committed to making sure that that happened to honor Mm -hmm. Val Kilmer in oh, that yeah. role. I mean, I just totally, right. whether you like Ice, him or Iceman, not like right? him. Was it mm -hmm. he Iceman? Yeah. Iceman. Whether you mm -hmm. like him or not, you you get to respect that he chose to respect um, Val Kilmer in that way. Yeah. Right. Just loved it. Absolutely. Uh, can't wait to see Jurassic Park. I don't mm -hmm. I don't really even care. It it probably it could be terrible. Well but it's the end of an era. Yeah. Right? And uh, so I am looking forward to see all those actors coming back and mm -hmm. in that together. So I'm looking forward well, to that. I was telling you earlier, even uh, my two and a half year old grandson saw it and he was, he was engaged because he loves dinosaurs. They yeah. And it, he was worried about the dinosaurs. Oh no, dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The uh, uh, Rotten Rotten Tomatoes, Jurassic World. Yeah. 30%. I know. I know. Yeah. And I saw a whole bunch of, I haven't seen any promotion for it since it came out. So it's like, here it is. Okay. Walk away slowly. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I, but I still going to go see it. I still oh, am. For sure. Yeah. 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 It, you know, whatever. Yeah. You're going to use your big thing of popcorn. You're go on go Tuesday with your when it's cheaper. Yeah. You're going to go mm. and It'll uh, be fine. call it a date night. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm really looking forward to bullet train, Brad Pitt, um, 
It's going to have dark humor. I think it's just going to be, and mm -hmm. I think it's just going to be fabulous. I really do. I think it's going to be so awesome. I don't think it comes out till August, but I'm really looking forward mm -hmm. to that. When was, what was the Brad last Pitt. movie? Brad it's been Pitt. a long yeah. time. I was just going to yeah. say, what was his last movie? Google. I don't even know. Brad Pitt's last movie. <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. a while. I love Brad Pitt. Yeah, and he, it's it seems quirky and funny and mm -hmm. um, dark humor, and it seems like he's an assassin. I think, this is the storyline, I think. Don't hold me to it. I think he's an assassin who's kind of had a change of heart that he shouldn't use wep he shouldn't use a gun. Killing's okay, but he should not use a gun. And uh, then he finds himself in a situation where he still has to perform his duties, but without his weapons. When was so. his last movie, Sean? Uh, uh, he's been busy. He's actually been really, really? busy was, here. Oh, it might have been. So Am he's I got one, two, impossible? three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things that are completed that aren't even out yet. Uh, he was executive producer in a couple different TV shows, Lego Masters. Oh, yeah, but what was yeah. the last thing he was um, Mission in? Impossible? Was it Mission no, Impossible? In the Brad theaters. Pitt. Oh, that's Tom Cruise. Yeah. Here yeah. I am. Okay. Brad Pitt. Ed Astra. Ed Astra, I think that's what it was. But that's been a Nin while. Uh, 19, yeah. Yeah, oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, it was, yeah. it was nutty. It was like, I don't get it. Okay. You watch okay. a bunch of outs, a bunch of space stuff. You go, I don't get it. Don't, okay. Yeah, well, well, I guarantee you, this is you're gonna get this. You're you're gonna get it. Okay. So, I'm excited about that. And then streaming. So on streaming, Stranger Things. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they streamed like the first seven episodes you could get of the last season. You could get them all in a row. And boy, is it is it is like 80s. The fashion, the storyline, it is like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's two episodes that they're not going to release until July. First, it's gonna, Stranger, Stranger Things, things is going to tie it all together. So I need to catch up on that. Yeah, um, catch up on that. Uh, a couple things I have loved, um, and they are a little edgy. Um, on Apple TV, it's a, sh a Rose Byrne, if you know her. Yes. I love her. I love her. Um, she's in a show called Physical. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I haven't seen it yet. but And I... it's like she's the first person that does the workout videos, like the Jane Fonda videos mm -hmm. or whatever. Like Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John. And it's clear back. It's set in the 80, early 80s. And uh, it when is- When I was a baby. Yes. It, no, I, I was I actually, not a baby. Um, it, so the second season's out right now on Apple TV. I love that. On HBO Max, the second season, I I, I ha love this show. It's from um, New Zealand. It's it's uh, filmed in New Zealand. It's about a, a girl that's from New Zealand. She's a com New Zealand comedian, and she's the main character in the show. Do you know the name? Yeah, it's called Frayed. <laughs> F-R-A-Y-E-D. And I think it's hilarious. Dark humor. Mm -hmm. um, and I cannot get any of my friends to, to watch, watch it. it. Okay, I'm going to try. All they do is they make fun of me. I have a couple. Are, I, I have a friend at work and he watched it all and was dying laughing. And now I'm just desperate for season three. I just came across it a few summers ago. Um, honestly, it was probably... 2019 or 2020 when the first season came out and then the last season came out, I think last summer. And I don't know when the next season will come out, but it is 
it is funny. All right. I'm it, gonna... I, I told Riley, it's because I get it because it's smart. And Does that's he get why it? He doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm sure I'll get it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch it. Afraid. And physical on. Uh, is it okay? Or is Ted Lasso have one more season? Yes. But Ugh. it's going to be the last season. I know. I know. Yeah. Ozark's, I love that show. Ozark's over. Mm-hmm. Yellowstone then, is not over. Yellowstone is not over. But I don't think it has started. Yellowstone's it's over. It's just starting. You've been oh. watching the news? Yellowstone's over. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> right, that's right, true. Right. They are yeah. having some flooding there, so yeah. everybody stay well, safe. Well, and the bridges. People were trapped over on the other side, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then the number one movie on Netflix is Adam Sandler's new movie called Hustle. Oh, It's a basketball okay. movie. Yes, I saw and that Adam last night. Adam Sandler is in another dramatic role, which actually, he's so much better, I think, in a dramatic role where... He can have some side comments that are kind of humorous, but it's in a dramatic role. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have the pressure of being funny all the time. Yeah. It's a sweet basketball movie. If you're a Utah Jazz fan at all, you'll see there's tons of NBA players in the movie. Oh, fun. And there's a Utah Jazz player in there that's a primary role in the movie who does a great job. Queen Latifah plays Adam Sandler's wife in the movie. Okay. uh, In a pretty serious, but they're lighthearted together. Mm -hmm. I just thought Scott and I watched it together. We just got a new couch that our kids gifted us for our birthdays and anniversary. It's Mm -hmm. all in June. Mother's Day, Father's Day. It's all in June. Because the previous couch we had had a recliner on both ends, but the seat in the middle Nobody would ever sit in because it was the most uncomfortable seat. So whenever we watched things, we were on either side of the couch. So we just got a new couch. That's awesome. That has a chaise on one end and it has a recliner on the other end. But the seat in the middle also fully reclines. Oh, yeah. I love that. So Mm -hmm. you can make it into a full bed kind of situation. So thank you, kids. It's beautiful. It's lovely. So we're actually sitting next to each other and watching things together again, which is amazing. Nice. And then you have, oh, thank you. Juan Acho. Yeah, Nacho. Herman Gomez. Oh, Juan Nacho. Juan Cho. He's really Herman delightful. Gomez. Oh, uh, oh, you, that's the basic, that's, that's a jazz, jazz, jazz uh-huh, player. Uh-huh. Okay. That's in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then if you haven't ever watched Love on the Spectrum. Oh, I it is I've the heard sweetest that. show. Mm-hmm. I think the Australian version, there's a U.S. version this year. For whatever reason, I think the foreign version is a little less affected mm. than the U.S. version. They're all sweet, but love on the spectrum. They're all people with autism who are working to create adult loving relationships. And Mm -hmm. it is just the sweetest, it's the sweetest storytelling. I just love it. I love it. Yeah. And shout out to my nephew, Ammon. Oh, yeah. Or Uh AKA Boomer, Mm -hmm. who graduated from high school, um, who I think, but for my sister and... 
sorry, her husband would have never had an opportunity at anything in his life. And if you could see his graduation pictures, um, just what a beautiful gift to our family and um, shout out to my sister and her husband and her entire family for embracing him and seeing the possibility that is him and still is him and we love you boomer and congratulations yeah awesome hey thanks so much for listening today we hope you are able to see some of these shows or yeah. read some of the books and enjoy your summer yes and stay cool yes yeah. stay cool literally yeah. and figuratively. literally and figuratively yeah, yeah. thank you bye Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get out there and talk. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.